All right. Welcome to the episode of Real Estate First Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. We have a co-host, Mr. Dan Gandy. Welcome, Dan. Hey, thanks for having me again. Bro, are you drinking regular water? Where's your liquid death, man? I ran I ran <laughs> out of liquid death today. Um, I'm back to uh, purified water from my river trip. I love it. Last week's guest definitely commented on that. So before we go ahead and introduce who our keynote speaker is, we have a powerhouse for you all. I want to encourage you to like the video, subscribe, hit the notification bell, because we want you to take things from our episode of Plan Your Business and have more massive success. Today, we're going to go all the way to San Diego, California and County. We got a guy who has done $1.3 billion in homes sold over his career. 1,500 homes sold and over 1,134 reviews. He's had five-star positive <laughs> reviews with the one and only Dan Veer on the show. Welcome to Real Estate First Technology. Excited to have you, man. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Happy to be here. Yeah, so, most definitely. Yeah, man. I'm all yours. Awesome, awesome. Well, the show's all about you and your business. I'm going to kind of open it up with a few questions before we get into like the mix-up round with Dan. He'll get into more of the tech behind everything that you've done. But let's get into your story. So before you've sold all these homes and the number one agent in your market and done all these amazing things growing your team, like why real estate? Like let's go to the beginning. Why the heck real estate? How long you've been in the business? And want to want to go deep with you today. Well, real estate really just because I didn't like my previous job. Okay. So I think, I think that's how most of us get here. Um, there's a few odd ones that wanted to be real estate agents as kids and end up being real estate agents. Right. But yeah, I think it's a, mostly an industry of people that just didn't like what they did previously. And so they end up here. Uh, my story is no different. I was a financial accountant for a fortune 500 company, an aerospace company called BAE systems did not enjoy what I was doing at all. Okay. And, um, you know, I was 22 years old and quit that job after seven months um, out of school and ended up working with my dad in a family business. Didn't enjoy that. But in the process, my dad was going to sell a house and, that he had um, been working on. And I ended up getting my license to sell that one house, which is, you know, worked out well. Okay. It's also what's exactly wrong with our industry, which is people, especially in a market like Southern <laughs> California and San Diego, people get licensed to sell a house or their mom's house or, you know, whatever it might be. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than what I was doing. I ended up coming in and doing this full time, sold five to six homes a year for a number of years. And then the Great Recession came around. And in that, all the family business went away, the, you know, the mm-hmm. friends and family stuff, my, you know, just waiting for the phone to ring and someone asking me to do something out of a favor to my parents or me or because of an old relationship, all that disappeared. And that was the best thing that ever happened. Wow. Uh, it was hard because there were so many people going through pain, including my own family was going through a lot of pain. Um, but I did have to either build a real business or I had to get out of the way and go do something different, which I also tried to do. At one point, I was selling vodka door to door to bars and I was selling debt settlement leads. Wow. I was doing all these uh, different things, but it ended up that um, I, I took the last few dollars I had and built a lead generation site, real estate site, which at the time was you know, they called them like stealth sites. They were, they were, they were more than just your typical, uh, everyone just had like the glorified electronic business card online. Yep. Right. And that's all the website really was at the time. And now they're common, all these sites, but back then it was really different. I started generating a lot of organic leads and really learned SEO, but like really learned it. Not like when those small business people say SEO, they don't know what they're saying, but like really learned it. <laughs> And suddenly I was getting five, 10, 17 leads a day, actually at the height of it. Wow. And that kicked off the business. 
Wow. That's super cool. So what was like that paradigm shift? You were just like, you saw the pain and you saw like the writing on the wall and you tried these other things and you're like, you know what, like, let's go full force in this business. Like, did you get coached? Well, I was, I, 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 I mean, I was young, right? So I was just sorting it all out. And when I was selling debt settlement leads, which I mentioned, um, it turned out I was selling just crap information. I was selling, I was selling bullshit, really selling total garbage ripping people off pretty much. I didn't know it, but that's what I figured out eventually. I said, Oh my God, look at what, you know, once I, once I understood it. And so I immediately stopped doing that and I quit, but I said, okay, well, if I can sell this record, right. If I can generate, if, if, the, if the information had been valid and I could have generated a name, um, you know, how much debt they're in their job, I don't know, four or five data points, I could sell that record for $20. What if I could create a thousand of these a month? I could, that's 20 grand a month. So I built a website called debtsettlement.net. I said, well, let me do exactly what I'm doing, but I'll sell real information instead of garbage. Um, and that site completely bombed. But then with those last few dollars, I said, okay, well, what if I created a real estate lead sort that I had kind of understood this idea of creating a landing page and there's a compelling offer and, they, and you know, people mm -hmm. lead you their information and then that record is worth something. So that's how I ended up was like my Hail Mary was let's, what if I just did that, but I did it back in what I originally was doing real estate. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's where that all came from now. Wow. Congratulations on being able to, it's, it's amazing how we stumble upon the, like the secret sauce, if you will, in our business models to be able to say, okay, if I could just do this one thing, then it'll really work and be able to help and, and be able to level up my business. So then, uh, so since then to now you have your team, you've done a lot of transaction volume, you're the number one agent in San Diego. So congratulations on all that. And so how did that work growing the team, expanding on the team? Um, you know, are you handing out leads to the team? Like how did you start working on SOPs and KPIs for any of the viewers and listeners out there that might want to take, you know, some of the things that you've done and apply it to their own businesses yeah well on the team side i started you know that those 17 leads a day that came around in about 2010 when, when i was at that level and I, I most of them were just completely going to waste but then i sure i started building a team all the wrong way with the wrong economic model and never would have had a shot at making any money in fact if it would have worked out i would have lost my ass right like I, wow. it, it, <laughs> the best thing that happened is that those early stage yeah, that didn't work out. It would have had zero path to profit. But I learned along the way and basically took my stumbles for about another four years until about 2014. But really, like, let's call it mid-2013, where I realized what I needed and did my final rebuild. I'd say that the team I have now, um, sure, it's changed, it's evolved, there's iterations of it. But it hasn't had to be torn down, rebuilt since this twenty, you know, mid-2013 version. And from there, I uh, brought on uh, Brian Danny, who still works with me now. And, and um, he's our top agent, has been for years. And in 2016, I brought on, or 2015, excuse me, I brought on uh, Laura Bronca, our COO. We call her our integrator, and she's still here with wow. us now. She's right next door to me in the next door office. And we built this, uh, we built this team, man. I mean, you asked me a lot of questions, like, how do I get into it and the KPIs and the systems and all of well, here's the thing. I think that the message for anyone listening is none of it happened in a day or in a quarter or in a year. Mm. People get really overwhelmed with how to build a business like whatever you're looking at online or whoever you're following on social media, and it gets really overwhelming. And so most people just end up doing nothing. But we 
didn't set out to build what we have necessarily. Now, had we had the resources and coaching and collaboration and mentorship and, you know, getting the playbook, of, you know, we're putting out there for others now that they can just simply copy implement, whether it be through my, you know, through my network or through my mastermind groups or through Agent Academy, which I run alongside John Cheplak. Yeah, I could have gone a lot faster. Um, but what I did do well was just what do, what has to happen in these 90 days? What do we need to build this quarter? For some agents, it's just, well, do you have a seller intake form? Or what about your pre-listing package? Or what are the three scripts you're going to master this quarter? Mm -hmm. Maybe three scripts is too many. What are the two scripts or the one script you're going to master this quarter? Like really master. And what people will find is most people will run out of patience with it because they're not rich, wealthy, retired, or otherwise within a, you know within 90 days. But if you can do that, two things, three things that are significant for your business, this in these 90 days, this quarter, and then you can do it again the following quarter and again. The, well, suddenly a year later, you got like 10 or 12 systems that are all buzzing in your business. Maybe you have an assistant at that point. And so she or he has... There are three or four things. So there's another 12 to 16 things plus year 12. Well, there's 25 to 30 systems implemented in year two. And then there's another person in your business. So it compounds even more. And before wow. you know it, it's like, well, shit, man, I, I'm kind of overwhelmed. You're looking at your business. There's 500 and something things going on, like all operate, right? But you don't need to build all 500 and something of them. That was built by just focusing on what has to happen in these 90 days, quarter over quarter, year over year, for years at a time. And it's this notion of that it's kind of very gradual, very slow, and then very sudden. Wow. Yeah. I, love that. I think that's where a lot of people, like you said, that's where a lot of people, they're the railroad goes, or the, the, the train goes off the railroad because they, they're not willing to put in that work and, and look at it from a, a quarterly objective um to be able to build that compounding effect it's like you're building a pyramid right like most people want to be at the top of the pyramid but you've been sitting here building the little blocks year after year after year after year until it gets to the pinnacle so yeah think, you know i think our industry is set up for failure yeah right because even yeah. just the way that it's um just the way it's structured it's like this I'm sure there's something to it. I'm really just developing the thought here in front of you, but I, it's it's set up to be this quick dopamine release. Uh, I got a lead. I sold a house. I got a commission, and it's like, and you get the rush of you know dopamine that comes through you and feels fantastic, and then it wears off, and then you have to go do it again. But it was felt so good that you start to chase that instead of chasing a foundation that can give you a consistent flow of it. Over it, it's. It's really not set up for how human nature works and for how we're wired as human beings. So you have to be really, um, you have to be really disciplined to fight human nature in doing what needs to be done to, to be successful in this business. I mean, look at right now with the market changes. Every agent gets to decide if they're going to be the next big agent, meet their goals, exceed their goals. I mean, there's people in every marketplace right now whose names nobody knows that are going to fly past everybody. And there's names that are pretty significant in every marketplace that are going to disappear. Yes. Just like Fortune 500 companies have over the course of you know years and decades, they're there and then they're bankrupt. Well, certain companies decide that they don't need to innovate, change, learn, and 
hey, we're just going to be great, you know, because we're, we're called Circuit City. And so that gives us the right to be awesome. Well, it actually doesn't give you the right to be awesome at all. And you can um, you can fly in the face of that and, and, and basically prove that wrong when the market and winds are behind your back. But as soon as everything changes, suddenly you literally just get blown off course and people that were doing all the right things and building the right blocks on, you know, with the structure you just mentioned, then they're going to fly past you. Cool thing is everybody gets to decide right now in this marketplace. Everyone genuinely gets to decide who they're going to be. Everybody. And I know this because I did this. I mean, this is what I did in 08, 09, market goes away. And this is what I did. And it's not, it's one of these like classic, not complicated, but not easy things, right? Mm -hmm. It's because it's like, it's just so counter to human nature. You're going to have to have extreme discipline and not chase the dopamine rush over the course of the next, you know, 90 to 180 days. You're going to have to be disciplined in what you do. And you're going to have to do more or seemingly less result in the short term. Uh, but what's going to happen is people can genuinely change their lives completely over the next 90 to 180 days. Um, if they choose the right version of hard, because what we're talking about is hard, but what's, I think a lot harder is not meeting your goals and being average and not having the success that you want, desire, or that your family deserves and having trouble with bills or with, um, you know, having to tell your kids they can't necessarily go to the school they want to go. I think those things are so much harder mm. than the discipline that the next 90 to 180 days is going to call for. Wow, man, Dan, I gotta say, I've it's fresh air. This is a breath of fresh air for the viewers and listeners out there that like you took an approach we've never heard on the show before about the dopamine, about how it's not natural to then get a $30,000 check because you randomly got a million dollar deal and you got 3% commission or whatever. Like that's awesome that you are giving the viewers and listeners massive value to think to themselves that they need to put together standard offering procedures and key performance indicators to focus on the income producing activities from like a rinse and repeat type of model, which I think ties in the last question. And then I'll hand it off to Dan getting more like the technical side behind the tech because this is real estate versus technology. And we like to get into the technology with the show. So like you got past the dopamine, right? And you started to build a team and go through that process. Like, what does the mindset look like? What keeps you motivated? I mean, you talked about like, you know, the kids going to school, the hard conversations, like, sorry, we can't go out to yeah. dinner. What were these things that came up for you in your life that then made you like, you know what? Like, I'm going to be this so I can have that for my family and for- Yeah, I don't have the big, um, you know, I don't have the big story of like that super hard thing in my life. I, mean, I don't have that. Sure, I was completely broke in 2007, even though I'd been selling, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot. I didn't sell like five to six homes. They were just expensive homes. So the checks were big yeah, yeah. for X amount of years. But, and then came the day where I couldn't make my rent. But come on, let's not be too sorry for me. I mean, at the end of the day, I was like, whatever, 20 something years old and I'll be okay. So <laughs> people have been asking me recently about that. Like what keeps me motivated, which is kind of interesting that, Suddenly, people are asking me that a lot. I'm like, what should I like stop being? I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird question. That <laughs> first, but, I mean, there's just there's there's stages of it. One is um, wanting to be successful. I mean, that's a motivation of its own. I, I wanted to be successful. I wanted to. Um, I used to really define, still do, success as at least a degree of success. With I want to make sure I leave my kids with more than what I started with, right? So mm -hmm. I just leave my kids with what I with what I have. I haven't really done anything. My dad did it. I just was like a maintenance guy. So I need to leave them with more. Um, 
then there's, you know, you get married, there's another person in your life and you have to, you know, so there's just success, but there's just winning. I, you know, I asked the, the, the last person that asked me looked like a fairly athletic guy. I'm like, well, what sport did you play in high school? What you do? Did you play sport? He's like, yeah, I was a football player. Well, oh, I was a football player too. That was my thing. Well, why did we play the game? Like, why did we want to win? Well, because it was fucking awesome to win. Like, that's why we wanted to win. Like, that's it. Like when we won, we won and it was just great. Well, that applies here too. Okay. And so, and that gets me motivated. But then you also, with success, you almost get in the trap of having to be a certain person because then you hire people and now it's their lives and their families and mm-hmm. you're going to lose your best people if you don't grow because great people want to grow. So if I announce, hey, we're just going to kind of stay here, I'm good now. Well, I'm going to lose my best people, so I won't be able to stay here. I'm going to be Circuit City and go freaking away. So it's 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 fun it's, i i enjoy winning i enjoy doing it. i enjoy sorting it out and now i get to interact with some of the smartest people all over the country that i just get to learn from and it's it's a neat thing and it's it's how business becomes a spiritual journey eventually because it just it's, it really is just the vehicle that i get to explore so many areas of life through Wow. I love that. Just like this, like this is an experience in itself. Like for the viewers and listeners out there, we all just met each other. Well, I've known Dan Gandy for a while, <laughs> but you know, Dan, we just met you today and it's awesome to take this journey with you and go a little bit deeper outside of social media or the listings or the glitz or the glamour, whatever anyone can see online. Real estate first tech is nice because we can go deeper and we can actually be able to get behind the brand, get behind who Dan is and like understand your story. And if anyone out there is, you know, relating to this right now, like, Hey, maybe hit up Dan. Yeah, I don't know if you're looking for people on your team or whatever the case may be, but all his links are down below. And with that being said, I'm going to hand it off to the other Dan get into our <laughs> and talk a little bit about technology that you use to continually, you know, grow your business and have the success that you've had. So Dan, go ahead and take it away. Thanks, Norm. I, uh, I'll be a little off topic from tech right now, but because you, you said something, Dan, that I think resonates with a lot of people, which happened to me today. I've closed a few, a couple uh, multi-million dollar deals in my market. And the, I was like, having the phone call today like hey we just closed we recorded and the guy was like he's like oh it's been great to work with you now don't go out and buy a bunch of cars with all the commissions i've paid you and i started laughing and i was like no we're gonna we're gonna put the we're gonna lock that money away because we're gonna need to weather the storm here and we're gonna focus on building more systems hiring more people um and and taking that capital and i wanted to thank you because you're now like investing into our business from this commission. And I think what you brought up earlier about having an integrator, is that from EOS? Is that how you've structured your business to scale? And that's really my first question in all of this. Yeah, yeah. We've been running on um, EOS for about six years religiously. Um, So I think we have the best integrator in the world here, Laura Bronca. She's just I mean, we lead an event called uh, through agentacademy.com and you can go ahead there. We lead an event called uh, the Operations Playbook. And we go deep into literally every system that internally runs the business. So this isn't the flashy, you know, here's where you get the lead stuff. I mean, there's so much of that out there. This is the actual operations of the business that's performing today, solving the issues that everyone else has to solve today. And that's also what makes Agent Academy so different is most coaching and, you know, those sorts of spaces out there. It's they're led by coaching gurus. But what we are is people that are in the business, have been in the business, are solving these issues. It's from the trenches. It's not theory. If anyone mentions theory in our space, like they're, they're muted. It is what we're doing right now. 
So yeah, we've been running EOS religiously for um, about six years, about six years. And a lot of the principles that we use in building the business, you could get, um, if you head over to agentacademy.com, you'll see there's the uh, team building manifesto there and you can download it. It's like a 32 page detailed document. I think that people will get a lot of value out of reading that thing. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to bring that up because I, I, we we share a similar contact. I used to work with Brett Jennings, and uh, in the Silicon Valley, and we integrated the EOS into our. And I was one of the I was the first person as director of ops to put that into place, hmm. and um, it was one of those things where we really. Why I'm bringing this up and why it's super important. And it's not even really tech heavy. Is you can't really run a business and have a report card to the performance of your business if you don't have the systems and the right people in the right positions. Um, and it's like who you're training, like who you bring into the business. Are you spending time with your ISA so that he knows exactly how you want to disposition calls? Like what are the scripts? Do you have a playbook? All of this stuff. Like agents just want to fast forward all over it. They just want to hire somebody like, can you just do this all for me? Like, I don't actually want to, I don't actually care about any of this. Right. I think that's the difference between you and a lot of people in this business is that you do care mm. and you do have your hands dirty in it. So um, techie, let's talk tech. What are you doing to track these things? Are you using companies like Sisu? Are you, you do you have like a, like a reporting system? Do you have like a weekly meeting that you go over numbers? Sure. Well, we have, of course, we have our EOS scorecard, but to be able to fill it out and get the data. So, I mean, some of it comes from different places like MLS data is there too. But as far as the business operations, we run everything on Salesforce. Okay. So we run the front end of our business from lead to appointment. We run that entirely on follow-up boss and follow-up boss is world-class. I mean, it, there just isn't better for getting a lead all the way through to appointment. Um, some people will at that point integrate Sisu in. It's kind of one of the most common things I see out there. Um, and great company, great company. We've just built all that out through Salesforce. And so unquestionably, I mean, there's just nothing even remotely close to it from a reporting standpoint, a business standpoint, um, from a, you know, show me the history on every single deal, you know, appointment listing what happened everything from start to finish on every buyer every seller every file every lead in the history of our business um so all that like if i was to ask laura like hey can you tell me because i'm thinking about you know how many deals can you give me all the deals we did with a ba loan under this price in these years from these sources like she's going to go to salesforce and then maybe that's data that i want for my marketing department because we're going to put out a workshop for those people so there we go to salesforce Oh, that's cool. And then bringing this a bit further, are there any new pieces of technology that you're integrating in your business as you're evolving your real estate team and 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 trying to help more families and and sell more real estate? Follow up is really that. It's uh, we're I, I just shared with you how we use it. That side of it is newer to us because um, we always ran that also leads appointment. We also ran on Salesforce. The reality is, is that to keep up with what a follow-up boss is doing on sales, just, I mean, we're talking about six figures of just trying to keep up every year and continuing to build the thing out, right? So we've made that move and we just made a heavy investment in all the integrations that we need that lead to appointment 
if that's yeah, that's the biggest and most important US piece to our tech stack is that. Um, Front-facing website we run through Sierra Interactive, and then every the only place our agents go to work is Follow Boss. Nice, everything's in there. That's correct. Yeah. It's the only place they go to work um, until it comes to man. You know they don't manage their listings and so on. But if they want to look at the listing record or what's happening in a transaction, they go to Salesforce. And you have your own TC team that kind of takes. All in house. Yeah. Yeah. Super smart. No, that's pretty, you guys, you have a well-oiled machine. And then we've had Dan Corkle on the, the show before with follow-up boss. I used to use it. I love it. Um, the only reason I change is because EXP likes to flash free things in front of you with KV core, but <laughs> I think I'll be back to follow-up boss eventually. Um, last question for me really, Dan, is uh, in terms of lead generation, right? And the shifting market. Is there things that you would suggest or, um, you know, put out there to agents who are looking to make this shift, but utilizing social media, video, like what should they be telling to the right people right now as we shift in order to generate more leads? Well, a few things. One is, I think we've, we've really forgotten over the last X amount of years, the very basic ways in which we do business. I mean, I was actually talking to a team member of mine in the bathroom today. And I said, you know, it's like the business plan was really a lot more simple back in the day. I mean, we have so many things now and all these, you know, resources and 60,000 leads in our system and follow-up boss that does this, that, and backflips and all that's good. We used to just simply talk to 20 people every day. So talking to 20 people every now some i was sharing this with somebody in my um, exp organization that i met that i mentor because right someone i sponsored and she says well well text count i said no text doesn't count not in my book at least sure text but you got to go talk to 20 people every day so if we do that now sure follow up the conversation with a video text let them know in the morning with a video text. I'm looking forward to speaking with you this afternoon. But you have to, so video text, I think, has a huge place in the system. But at the core of it is talking to people on the phone. Just like when I'm farming, I mail the heck out of neighborhoods. Now, does that do it on its own? No, I also need to have events. And we're about to do a big uh, uh, a garage sale for the neighborhood. And we need to have outdoor signage. And we need to have all these different things. But the core program is we have to mail them. So we have to talk to people. But yeah, video text, I think, is a huge deal uh, for people who need to do that. And here's the biggest thing for agents to just realize right now. Everyone's a new agent. Okay? Everybody is a new agent. I'm a new agent now. And we're all new agents today. And the only thing we really get to bring with us from the past is our reputation and our willingness to work and prepare. But that's about it. You know, and, and if we only rely on, on reputation, like so, someone like me, I'll get, I'll get crushed, I'll get smoked. So will you. <laughs> In this market, we need the humility to understand that we're basically new agents. Now, the good news for new agents is you have nothing to unwind. Like you're just like everybody. That should be very empowering. And if you've been here for two or three or four years, you're actually in the worst possible position because you think that real estate is getting a lead and making an offer 100 grand above ask and then being done. That, will, that's, that market's completely dead and gone. So we're all new agents, whether we're new or not, having the humility to just slow down, settle in. I was just at the, at the sales mastery event where Bill Pipes led that uh, last week, 500 and something people in the room role-playing 
freaking zoned in man. I've never seen energy like this in a room where nobody's even going to the bathroom for three straight days, just zoned in. And some of those were some of the top team leaders in the world. You're talking about Matt Smith who closed 40 something deals last week. You're talking about Keith Pike, Remax broker owner of the year. You're talking about people like, like uh, Sumit, who was the number one uh, team leader in the state of California. And wow. we're all in there, and these people at that caliber, their their agents plus solo agents in the room, all freaking learning and scripts, and as if we were all brand new agents. You come with that type of humility to this marketplace, you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, without it, I think it's going to be a very big challenge. Yeah, that's uh, it's uh, it's refreshing to hear somebody with your type of mentality. I mean, we've me and me and Norman have been working in this business on the tech side for so long. We get so much ego and like I have so much experience and I don't really need to do anything. And you're you're sitting here like you guys need to learn your scripts like it's day one again. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's what you that's what ages. Well, did we need did we mask did we need those scripts in the last three or four years? So, <laughs> so we're probably all a little bit rusty. No, hundred percent. You're exactly right. That's awesome. Well, back to Norm. Thanks, Dan. Wow, wow Dan. That was, that was an amazing mix-up round. Just kind of unpack that really quick. I have to say that I like how, Dan, you said, just keep it simple. Like, if you just touch 20 people, there's so much tech and so many things. And yeah, follow-up boss is great. And there's all these different things. And the top of the funnel is now not here. It's like way out here. There's so much opportunity now. I like the fact that you said, just keep it super simple and make the 20 people, make the 20 calls. And I like how you are humbling and you're at the level that you're at, but you're still a pioneer in what you're doing. Cause I feel like, yes, every single day is a new day, a fresh new start to learn something new. And with all the millennials and now Gen Z, Gen Zers coming into the marketplace with all these new different approaches with tech and what have you. And we had um, a new guy that just got in, did like $33.5 million uh, his first year and a million dollars in commission off zero ad spend off of YouTube, just YouTube. Levi, uh, Levi did it. Levi Lassie is one of our keynote speakers for West Extra Real Estate. So there's all these different approaches and it's amazing just to keep it simple and just talk to 20 people. And I understand where you're coming from, the few listeners, like people get what you said and did, but they won't forget the way you made, made them feel. So when you talk to them, you can connect with them more so than like you said, Dan, don't do a text unless it's a video text. So I definitely agree with that so much. Um, so last couple of questions before we open up the floor to you, we like to leave the show where you just anything you want to leave for our viewers and listeners. Um, so we got a little bit of the tech, we got a little bit of mindset, kind of know where you're at now. Like let's completely switch it up. Like on a personal note, like what do you like to do for fun, man, with your family and just to do like when you're not working? Well, man, I've got three kids and, and um, so you know, we were at the beach this past week or this past weekend. Um, you know, just normal stuff, man. Right. Normal, normal family stuff. We're going to have a trip to DC later this year with the family. We're going nice. to be in uh, Rancho Laguna, something or other. It's like some horse ranch and Laguna something, not, not Laguna beach, but uh, you know, somewhere in Orange okay. County. That's awesome. Um, we'll take a lot of family vacations. Um, I just came off, uh, climbing Mount Rainier. Wow. So I trained nice. six months to climb Mount Rainier. If, if you don't know Mount Rainier, it's the, uh, it's the most glaciated mountain in the lower 48 states. It's a uh, it's 14,411 feet up. It's uh, it's 9,000 feet of elevation gain. Climbed it up something called the Couts Route, which is a non-standard route that very few people climb every year. And it's got a pretty technical pitch there, 50, 50, 55 degree uh, wow. ice pitch that we climbed, and 60 pound bag on our back for four full <laughs> days, and total <laughs> misery and amazing. Was Bill pipes with you? On. No, Bill wasn't on that. He'll be climbing um, Ecuador. He'll be doing the volcanoes of Ecuador, which are at 20,000 feet. 
Um, about the same elevation game, but 20,000 feet. Um, and he'll be doing that in November. But yeah, we'll climb something at some point together. But yeah, so I do, I, I, I you know, I could say we're, I'm a mountaineer. Um, and we, I love doing it. Very painful, horrible, <laughs> and amazing. Um, and extremists on the business side and also. <laughs> yeah. Skiing, love. I mean, yeah, I spent a lot of time skiing in the winter. Love to do it. And, you know, just my day-to-day though, man. I mean, my, like, I was having a conversation with someone today in, in the office and we're talking about balance. And I, I just think balance is kind of a bunch of BS. Mm-hmm. Like, I love what I do. I do as much of it as I possibly can. And because I do it as heavy as I do it, I also get to disappear from the world and go and climb Mount Rainier and be gone for four days with no cell phone and and everything's okay. And I get to go to DC and I was just in the Bahamas and I'm going to be in Palm Beach two times this year, still coming. And I'll be in Dallas and I'll be in Santa Cruz. And I spent like five months of the year outside of San Diego um, because of how imbalanced I've been. While I think most people I want so much balance end up just kind of average at everything. Is that okay to say? I love it. I love it. I think it's a big, it's like it's the the whole balance thing's a scam. It is. My wife calls me crazy, but she's like, I don't know why you always want to be under so much pressure. I'm like, I love the pressure. The pressure is what makes me feel alive. When, when you're bored or you have 15 minutes to spare, I don't like 15 minutes to spare. I want it to be like, give me as much as I possibly can and challenge me as much as you possibly can, because why not? Why not? Life's fun. So I think the last question I have is, is like, do you see like a, I don't know, an exit strategy or a place where you really want to see your business, you know, or is there, is there an end game goal or are you just going to kind of keep it just going as you, as you go and then eventually give yourself more freedom, free time to travel and do more hiking? Like, what does it look like for you in the next five to 10 years? I see, I, I see, um, I, you know, I've got like principal pieces of my business or beer home team, which I want to see that continuing to grow and thrive and, um, there's no exit sale plan, nothing like that. It's the cash flow based on how, based on how real estate businesses are valued. It just doesn't make that much sense to me to ever exit it. Yeah. Um, my investment company, Turbo Home, that'll never be exited ever. I mean, that's, you know, we're building assets where we, we, we fix and flip only to generate cash. But what we really do is we find our, we find our spots to hold and try to accumulate as many assets as we can, but we never want to sell. Um, the other would be agent Academy, which is in its infancy, as much noise as it's making already, but that thing is going to be an absolute behemoth. And I'd say that the industry, and I'll just put it out there. The industry's on notice that agent Academy is the game. I mean, people are done with theory. People are done with people that haven't been there, done that, who don't <laughs> need to solve the issues today Amen. that other people, I mean, it's, it, the industry sees it. He, they see it. I mean, you look at a Bill Pipes and he'll tell you he has never, I mean, just the energy, man. I, I, I don't know. I've never seen him perform anywhere else before, before this, but people were coming up to us and like, what you do to this guy, man? He is on freaking, yeah, because it's, what we're doing is just, like I said, it's uh, that thing's in its infancy. It's going to go in a big way. So, um, and then the what I call the fast forward movement that Kyle Whistle and I built at EXP and the 6,900 agents around the country that we get to help mentor grow. We do a mastermind every Monday. We do another one every other Wednesday for our $50 million up producers. Wow. We do in person events. We'll be in 
doing something at the build event for our group. We'll be at EXPCon where we'll get an entire um, conference room and spend a day of masterminding with our group. And that thing is also basically a, an income stream for life that I don't see going anywhere. So um, I'm not your exit guy. I don't know how to sell a business and unless I'm not too interested in it. Wow. Well, for the viewers and listeners out there, just so you know, we have a real deal here. This man's not just doing one thing. He's doing multiple things. And with that being said, I want to put the camera on you, Dan. What do you want our viewers and listeners to take from our episodes and apply to your business today? You know, I, I don't know if that's for me to pick out for you other than you need to really get focused on what has to happen in these 90 days in every in every area of my business or in every business that I have, we know what, what is it that has to happen this quarter? And when you just, when you take, you know, it, it, you go back to the mountains when I'm, when I'm climbing Mount Rainier, 60 pounds on my back, I'm going, I mean, what seems like straight up and it's ridiculously painful. I think of the summit, it's impossible. I mean, it, it, thinking of that will literally just break me. I'll, I will collapse. Mm. But can I get up this pitch? Can I get to right there? Mm. Can I do these next five minutes? And the answer to all those is always yes. And then what ends up happening is four days later, you've been to where very few human beings will ever go. Yep. Wow. So we want to do that in our business. Wow. Dan, this is amazing. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us today, sir. Thank you, guys. Dan? Other Dan, Gandy, thanks for always <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, uh, my, uh, my pleasure, and it's great to have you on, man. Finally to meet you. Uh, good things, good things from this episode, are, I think, are going to help so many other agents. So, thank you. Yeah, and that's our intention for you all to take things that you learned from our episode, apply to your business, have more massive success. Now you can comment below. What did you learn? Hit the notification bell, subscribe, and come join us October fifth and sixth for What's Next Real Estate in Mr. Dan Beer's neck of the woods in San Diego, and we will. See you on the next one.